Letters from a Lonely Flyboy is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Boise. Speak Boise is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios, Speak Boise, and at their website, speakstudios.com. Speak Studios, speak and be heard. This podcast is also brought to you by Instant Imprints. Promote better with Instant Imprints. Instant Imprints are Boise's visual communications experts and your place for everything you need to promote your business, club, school, or group. As a locally owned business, Instant Imprints specializes in making your organization more visible with custom branded apparel, embroidery, promotional items, print services, and wide format printing for signs, as well as banners and vehicle graphics. Want better ways to get noticed? Visit Instant Imprints at instantimprints.com slash Boise or call 208-IMPRINT. That's 208-467-7468. Welcome to another episode of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy, where my brother Clint and I will share letters from our father, Air Force pilot Chuck Cathcart, to our mother Renee in the early 1960s. These letters were written while our father was stationed in Osan, South Korea for 12 months. I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Letters from a Lonely Flyboy. We are your hosts. I'm Kelly Dennis. And I'm Clinton Cathcart. Thank you so much for joining us as we continue this journey described by our father through his letters home. The letters in this episode begin on September 29th, 1961. And I'm going to read the very first one. Thursday, September 28. Hi, honey. I have an evening all my own so far. It's now 8.30 p.m. and I haven't been called back, so I feel fairly safe for the moment. Have even mixed myself a martini and ordered my dinner from the BX. They have a bicycle delivery service of sandwiches, etc. Also cashed a check today, a couple of days prematurely, and bought my cigarette ration and liquor ration. Also needed a couple bucks to eat on. Not complaining, and don't send me any money, as I told you before. I think things are fairly well stabilized, and I can do real well. I'm really not too happy, though. I had to turn down the second offer of a cross-country. Fortunately, I think the talk I had with the boys, I feel I can afford to call them that now, down in the scheduling section did some good. At least they keep calling me, even though I have to refuse and don't offer an explanation. Really wanted to take this one, even though it was just to Japan and back. I want to get somewhere to be able to get buy a birthday present for the dolly. Didn't mail that painting of Kelly as I said I would. We'll do it tomorrow, though. I'm sure anxious to see the movies, or any pictures for that matter. Is the Polaroid broken? Hint, hint. The same here, or the same film here. Movie film, 8mm color, is $3.10, so you are doing real well price-wise. You may say the windshield was broken any time you care to. I'm sure there will be no objection. Just tell them you picked it up on one of the roads around Phoenix. Sure am getting to be a lepigator, meaner every day, and quite a number of days to go. I'll make it, though. I love you. C. So there's that word lepigator again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that, that one comes up every once in a while. 
So we don't have a lot to talk about um, in this one, um, but I was uh, I was glad to read that the they the BX has a delivery service. So that right, was pretty bicycle. nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, you know, <laughs> as long as it uh, long as it gets there, I think that's okay. And it's good that the um, the boys in scheduling keep calling Dad about the cross country flights, even though he can't go a lot of the time. That's a bummer. Yeah. Okay. Anything to add on this one? I don't think so. Uh, the Polaroid um, he taught, refers to as a Christmas present in, uh, about three years prior to this. Okay. Um, and, uh, <laughs> of course, they were the rage in those days. And um, so he's thinking that, you know, she could be using that to take some pictures and send them along so that he'd have pictures of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just trying to gently nudge her along there. <laughs> Hint, hint. Okay. It also it also refers to it says I was anxious to see the movie. So apparently at this point the movie um, production has not yet begun, um, but it will begin in earnest fairly soon, I think. Yeah, or maybe she's told him she's taken movies, but he hasn't gotten them yet. Okay. Yep. Possibly. Okay. Would you please read the next letter? Okay. So this letter is dated Friday, the 29th of September. Hi, honey. Well, I got a golf game planned for early Sunday. I'm up in Seoul, AM, up in Seoul if I get out of this place. I sure do want to go, but still don't know if I'll have to stay here tomorrow afternoon and evening. Turned in what I considered finished work this afternoon and was told by my boss to be available for questions, etc. I have been, and so far, nothing. This boss of mine will not take anything I, or I should say we, do that goes to the general on face value and back it up as his or his officer's work, unless he personally is aware of every facet of each problem. Part of this is the general's fault. His star is brand new, and I feel he's extremely over-impressed with it. He never leaves his office. The only way or time you see him is if you are scheduled to or called in. I'd venture to guess that half the company great officers and 95% of the enlisted troops wouldn't know him if they saw him. I think that this is the wrong way to operate, but that's the difference in people, I guess. All this is strictly a comment, of course. My problem simply stems from making up his mind as to whether or not he buys what I wrote for him to say. If he doesn't, this is the last piece of real work that that I consider such that they'll get out of me. It's really pretty important to me, as I have poured my complete, or almost so, philosophy of what we should do in this particular project. If he'll buy most of it, I'll work night and day to follow it up for him. Otherwise, I'm liable to be hard to find before and after quitting time. Not that I'm convinced I have all the answers, but I have very little doubt that I can present as good an argument as anyone on this station as concerns the fighter business. Wow, sure got wound up, didn't I? (laughs) Sounding like a real plans program type already. Got a letter again today, the only one for box 131 again. (laughs) Honey, you know how I feel about you working. If you don't, that will suit me fine. But again, if you feel that you really need to, it's up to you. From what you keep saying, I gather that Kelly is gathering quite a fan club. Not that I object, I just wish I could hear all the comments. I mailed the painting today, as I said, you can keep it or throw it away. To me, it's not Kelly and was just a waste of $3.50. The one I have now, the enlargement, I'm very pleased with. Try not to think too much about how much time there is to go. 
I keep telling myself the same thing over and over. We'll make it okay. I love you. See. Well, we're getting quite a bit of uh, his dissatisfaction in his work and exactly why he's uh, not happy. That's a, that was pretty interesting, the first uh, part of this letter. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to me because generally speaking, if you have a staff like this uh, um, guy does mm-hmm. um, and he has people working for him, you can't possibly, just like any leadership situation, you can't possibly know everything there is to know about everything there is to know. <laughs> so you have to rely on people um, who uh, underlings who uh, are put in positions to do the work and get you um, the information that you need so that um, good decisions can be made. And apparently it sounds like he doesn't feel like this guy has the confidence in um, his officers on that staff um, so that he has to, he feels he has to know everything about every situation. And that's just probably not going to happen. No, no, it doesn't sound possible. And why have a staff if you already know everything? So, right. <laughs> uh, evidently, I'm uh, gathering quite a fan club. Yeah, um, we, we a lot of those movies I re, in my memory I recall were taken down by the pool. Of course, remember we're in Phoenix, so right. you can still use the pool well into September, October, November. It's still pretty warm there. Yeah, um, and. Um, yeah, so yeah, I think you know people, and a lot of these people remember they're there um, uh, without their families, as Dad is, and so anything that they see that involves family, even though it may not be their own, you know, is in, is of interest to them. Absolutely. Okay. Anything else uh, to add about this one? I don't think so. Okay, well, I am going to go on and read uh, the third letter in this episode. It's dated Sunday 1, October. Ah, ah, we're into October. Okay. Yay. Hi, honey. Well, had a real good weekend. The boss turned three of us loose yesterday afternoon, gave us his car, and off we went to Seoul to the golf course. Played nine last evening and 36 today. Wow. I'm somewhat tired. One of the guys ended up in the hospital. Don't know if he had a mild heart attack or what yet. I'm back to being a hundred shooter. The practice I've been getting here has improved my long game, and now I can't pitch or putt. Guess that'll be the story of my life on the golf course. Didn't get any mail Saturday, but there was a letter slipped under my door tonight. By the way, had dinner with Leo Tantini at the club in Seoul last night. He said to tell you hello. I'm really anxious to get the film. It obviously didn't come in the same mail with your letter. Sure would have liked to have had my golf shoes this weekend, too. Can't understand why that package is taking so long to get here. Honey, I'll go anywhere to get out of here. You can apply for all kinds of things, but don't expect to get anything until the tour is over, is the way it's put to us. If I could figure it out, don't think I wouldn't grab it. Got the clipping about the survival kits. You might tell this guy that I have found the same thing works well in Korea. Got to climb in bed. Not used to all that exercise. Really enjoyed it, though, and the weather was almost perfect. Miss you very badly. I love you. C. So he finally gets to play some golf, and in Seoul, of all places. So that was, (laughs) they must have been just overjoyed to get the car and, and, and get that time off. Oh, yeah. Do you know who uh, Leo Tatini is? 
He was just one of the friends. Um, I they, you know they knew he was another fighter pilot. Um, okay. And and I I'm sure I probably met him at some point, but um, I don't recall. I don't have a vivid memory of him. Okay. So, um, and, and Dad just just drops this line about one of the guys um, possibly having a mild heart attack in the hospital. They, he doesn't say whether he came back with them or um, stayed in Seoul. I, that's you know. He's, yeah. He's kind of famous for just dropping. <laughs> little bombshells like that in his letters yeah just moving right on oh we're talking about my pitch and my putt and okay (laughs) oh yeah well it's kind of interesting because he uh, for those people who don't uh play golf um a hundred shooter if you play 18 holes the par usually would be about 72 um you know 36 um um uh, per round so that means he had probably an extra shot on each hole so Sounds that sounds about right. So uh, yeah. I wonder what the survival kits are that he's talking about. I don't know. I think probably what it refers to is you know survival kit in in kind of quotes. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, people say, oh, hey, if you're going on to Korea, if you're going you know on a, on a short tour like this, you need this, 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 and this, and this to to survive, to make you happy, to get you through it. And so you know, I I, I suspect that. Um, um, he's, you know, he's talking to the, the guy, I don't know, the survival kid. I don't know what, what, uh, tour he might've been talking about, but dad said same thing works well in Korea. So I got a feeling it's just kind of a, um, uh, slang for, or things that, you know, the, the these guys need to just kind of keep them, you know, focused, kind of remind them of their family and, yeah. and, um, you know, keep them going. Yeah. Stuff you don't want to live without. Okay. Right. Okay. Anything else for this one? I can't think of anything. All right. Then Clint is going to go on and read letter number 44. So, this letter is dated the 3rd of October. It's a Tuesday. Hi, honey. No mail today, but I've been getting mail when I don't expect it, so I'm way ahead. I've seen the film four times again today. Showed it to the house girl at noon and had to run it again for her. She got almost <laughs> as much of a kick out of it as I did, I think. That dance routine from the rear is about the cutest thing I've ever seen. Everyone I've told about it wants to see it now. Can't seem to get away from the office before about 7 p.m. again. Don't really mind too much, but we've been going in circles without getting down to the basic problems as I see them. Not that I have all the answers, but there seem to be, at least to me, real problems that are ignored. I guess I'm not just going to be able to get anything for Kelly unless I can go to Japan. I know they have some cute things there that even though she might not appreciate them now, she would enjoy them when she's a little older. Robson is over at Fifth Air Force somewhere. He called me today when I, was, I wasn't in the office and left his number. Uh, we'll call him when I get to it. Have gotten to know the Colonel Price that Sowers knows pretty well, and I think he's a real fine type. Would like to work for him, but see very little chance. He's going to be the deputy for air defense. I think I told you. I guess he really is that now. Going to see the film once more before I rest it. Sure miss you, all of you. I love you, C. All right. So uh, I just realized I uh, we have two letter 44, so that was uh, the one that Clint just read was Uh-oh. letter number 45. So just to, <laughs> for the sake of actually, I know, I know. <laughs> my editor, I'm going to fire my editor. Well, oh, I can't do that because that's me. Okay. 
So he finally got the film. <laughs> and if yes. TikTok was a thing back then, I would have been an international sensation. It sounds like. <laughs> I think so. I think so. The first one is you at the pool. I, I think the first one that I remember is you at the pool and you were dancing to Baby Elephant Walk. That was a, a, song, a little musical uh, pop song that was popular right about that time. Um, it was my favorite, and, uh, I remember. You had a lot of fun. Yeah, you had a lot of fun with that. <laughs> I still love that song. Yeah. Okay, so more long hours and frustration in the office, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. Having to deal with that. Um, yeah, it, you know, I, and uh, though, unless, I don't know. Again, it reflects the, the, the um, uh, focus of, of the, the, the boss. Um, you know, he just, he doesn't, um, he gets distracted by things that, you know, dad doesn't think are, are the basic problems. And um, they go chasing, you know, rabbits in any direction they run. And, and uh, um, I mean, I can, I, it's, I'm sure it still happens today. And I'm, I can, I can imagine that. Yeah, we've all been um, there. <laughs> yeah. That's frustrating. Um, do you know Robson? Robson? Yeah, kind of, um, again, another, uh, fighter pilot that he knew, um, you know, these guys knew each other really well and it's kind of funny. I get a kick out of, um, you know, people talk about um, the Marines and how small it is, and everybody knows everybody, and that's true. Yeah. But uh, the Air Force is much larger, but the Air Force is divided into, you know, attack, uh, military airlift command, um, uh, SAC, the bombers, and, and you know, others right. groups. And so those people within those groupings, um, a lot of times run across each other constantly and, and know each other. And they always, you know, kind of look each other up when they go anywhere. And, sure, well, and they find out that one of the one of the others is in the uh, vicinity. You know, fighter pilots certainly got around, too. So that, uh, oh, yeah. that was helpful. Okay, and uh, more praise for Colonel Price. Um, it's good to know he's got faith in somebody over there. Yes. And again, my, if my memory serves me Right. I think he actually did finally work for him, but we'll have to wait till as we go through the letters and see. Yeah, I haven't read ahead that far. Nope. Hey, anything else for the good of this episode? I don't think so. All right, then. I'm going to thank, thank you, listeners, so much. Thanks. Um, join us next week when we find out how much of a stir the home movies are actually causing on the base. <laughs> so if you have comments or feedback and you'd like to share, Love to hear from you. You can reach us on Instagram at Lonely Flyboy or at our new email, letters from a lonely flyboy at gmail.com. And thanks again for listening. I'm Kelly Dennis. And I'm Clinton Cathcart. See you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening. We would love your feedback. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. If you have questions or comments, you can reach us on Instagram at Lonely Flyboy. Can't wait to see you on the next episode of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy. <laughs>